The Sleepwalker, 1919. Elfrida Lohse-Wegtler, Woodcut. This piece presents a fascinating juxtaposition, one that drew Annabel Godfrey's initial interest in the work. For though the depicted scene is itself dreamlike and ethereal in nature, it is rendered in a crisp, black-and-white geometrical style. The sleepwalker of the title strides through an abstract landscape of cross-hatched shapes that are all sharp angles and a thicket of thin, straight lines. Beyond this are a series of concentric circles, which emanate from what could be either the moon or a distant star in the upper right corner. It is toward this celestial object that the sleepwalker moves with closed eyes and outstretched arms, reaching for the light within a sea of darkness. Do you think the sleepwalker knows the path that they wander? The very act of sleepwalking suggests, of course, a lack of awareness of their reality, that the visions weaving around them are something quite different to the tangible world through which they pass. Yet there is a visual clarity to this piece that suggests a deeper, truer understanding on the part of the sleepwalker, that it is something more than just chance that set them somnambulating toward that shining beacon in the void. A dream, perhaps, burning white-hot against an unconscious mind, one which guides the walker in sleep, and possibly upon waking, too. One that burns all the brighter for the darkness around it. And those concentric circles, are they barriers through which the sleepwalker must pass? Or do they represent pulses, thrown like a beacon from this moon or star or dream? A heartbeat to guide the walker in their journey across the universe. One that finds harmonious rhythm with the heartbeat in the chest of the one who pursues its light. A beckoning call that is felt as much as heard. Do you think the sleepwalker will ever reach that star, that idea, that dream toward which they strive? And if they do, will the thing they chase still be there when they arrive? still standing in the manner they hope to find it? Or do they chase a thing across time and space, only to find that the call they've heard, the call that summoned them and brought them all this way, has only been a memory of the thing's existence, one that was snuffed out long ago, the news of its end delayed due to distance and time and the limitations of light? What is the sleepwalker to do then? Do not fret for them, for think of the night sky when you have seen it clear and shining, that infinite ocean of stars, of dreams. What matter is it, really, in the end, if the time has come for one of them to fade? The sleepwalker may have to wait in the darkness, at least for a time, wait and listen for a new call from a new star, a new dream a new heartbeat, one that beckons them to chase it, dares them to catch it, if they can. Do you ever lie awake late into the night, desperately wondering what tomorrow will bring? And the day after that? And the day after that? on and on into the infinite depths of time? 
If you find yourself searching for some kind of answer, large or small, to the murky riddle that is your future, pay a visit to the Great Spensora Machine located within the Godfrey Gift Shop. You may have previously encountered devices that loosely resemble the one found here at the estate. It probably featured a robotic figure bedecked in the stereotypical and possibly racist trappings of mysticism, but we can promise that the Great Spensora is nothing like those charlatans masquerading as soothsayers. The Great Spensora does not require a monetary fee for their service. This is true even when the gift shop accepts currency, rather than a barter system as is still currently the case. For what deep, personal truths can be discerned from money-changing hands? Instead, all you need to do is provide the machine your birth date, time, and location, and a single drop of your blood. Then, put your question to the glittering, shifting void within the glass casing. Your answer will emerge in short order. Please note, if you choose to visit the Great Sponsora, proceed with caution. Their predictions are always 100% accurate, down to the last detail. Many who have asked too big, too portentous a question have gone mad from knowing the exact trajectory of their future. So it's best practice to stay away from questions like, What is my purpose in life? Or, Will I be happy? Safer to ask a small question and to receive some minor prophecy in exchange. Ember Woman at the Solstice, 1953. Roxana Castillo, Chromogenic Print. Well, look what we have here. I was wondering whether or not you'd encounter this particular piece. The photograph before you is the companion piece to Castillo's Ember Woman at Sunset, another chromogenic print which you may recall seeing earlier in your tour. This photograph shares many similarities with the one you've previously seen. The subject is still the dark silhouette of a feminine form contrasted against the night sky. Her hair still blows gently in a long, faded breeze. Her head still tilts quizzically, as if in contemplation of the world and sky before her, and embers from a fire uncaptured by the camera's lens trace the outline of her form. And just like the previous photograph in this series, Castillo swore that no form was present in the shot when she raised her camera to snap this photo here on the estate grounds that the woman's silhouette only revealed itself upon developing the film. Castillo tried and failed again and again to capture the elusive figure a second time, until eventually an idea came to her that would prove fortuitous, to wait for a doubly transitory moment. Not just any sunset, which was the usual time for Castillo's haunts about the grounds, but sunset on the solstice when the world shifts from one phase to the next in its never-ending cycle, when the boundaries between things are at their thinnest. This photograph was taken at dusk during the winter solstice of 1953, at the beginning of the longest night of the year, when shadows reach furthest and day is slowest in its coming. Perhaps it is simply the knowledge of when this photograph was taken, but there is a vividness to the night sky within Ember Woman at the Solstice that seems less present in Ember Woman at Sunset. The depths of night are made of a richer darkness, and the stars within it shine the brighter. 
as do the smoldering embers that complete the outline of the woman's silhouette, which, in this photograph, is an even deeper dark than the pitch black of the crisp winter night. Here, in this photo, she seems to be made of that darkness, still watching, still waiting. Castillo knew she'd unlock something in how to seek out the Ember Woman in the most liminal times of day and year. This photograph is proof of it. But other artistic projects drew her time and attention away from the endeavor shortly after this photo was taken. If she ever captured the Ember Woman on film again, the photo was never released as part of any public installation. But there is something about the penumbral nature of this photograph's subject that also affects when and where it appears within the estate's walls. As stated earlier on your tour, this photo in particular likes to manifest at the edges of things, spaces that are in between somehow. Even the most experienced Godfrey staff members cannot tell when or where it will show itself. Funny that it has presented itself to you here, now, so step lightly, intrepid patron. Step lightly. Thank you for listening to the Godfrey Audio Guide. This episode was written, produced, and performed by Nicole Knudsen, with sound design and editing by James Ferrero. It was produced on unceded Tongva, Chumash, and Keech territory. Enjoying your trip to the estate? Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. And consider telling a friend about us. Or two. Or three. Or everyone you know. To keep up with The Godfrey, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Godfrey Guide, or visit our website, thegodfreyaudioguide.com. For Godfrey merchandise, visit our online store, thegodfreyaudioguide.threadless.com. And finally, if you're interested in becoming a sustaining member of the show, make sure to visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash thegodfreyaudioguide. In addition to our various membership tiers, you'll also find full episode transcripts available as public posts for any who wish to read them. Until next time, friends, see you back at the museum. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.